everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I am Will. How are you feeling there, Chuck? I've been better. I've, yeah. <coughs> I've been better. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been better. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing my voice, or I've lost my voice, and um, I don't know when it will be back, but I'm mm. dealing. You must have just been so excited about this episode that you were just yelling all all day, all day long. Yeah. Screaming at uh-huh. the top of your lungs, something like that. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> My favorite kind of Boba Fett episode, when you see him once in the entire episode. And he doesn't even yeah, speak. He <laughs> didn't say a word. He was just a cameo. He was just a cameo. He nodded. <clears throat> yep. That, was that is it. That was it. He nodded. That is it. I mean, they said his name a few times. That was nice. Sure. I love so, that there is one episode left in the last two, so <laughs> two out of seven episodes were completely eighty-five percent Mandalorian. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it, it, yep. um, I did some, I did some uh, quick digging. It looks like next week is going to be bad to form because uh, Rod, uh, Rodriguez makes his comeback next uh, week to direct the finale. Okay. So, who directed this one? I have no idea. Oh, I usually pull up my IMDb. I did not. I did not. Well, um, I mean, obviously the Bryce Dallas Howard one was fantastic. Um, so, yep, not really sure uh, where we're going to be going. I mean, we're going to go back to Rodriguez. So he did the first, was it the first two episodes he did? I think it was. Um, but either way, it's, it's been a real up and down thing for us because every single time we've had stuff of just Boba, we've been like, Bored for the most part. I mean, you like you like the backstory, the flashback stuff. The backstory you know, that was, was great. Great, it's phenomenal. But for the most part, it's been a bore, and I'm <coughs> I have a nagging suspicion it was done on purpose for for for, for these two episodes alone. It's like, yeah, you're bored. You're you're bored, right? Okay, here you go. So. Well, they, they threw us off pretty good because none of us expected to see Mando in this, at least not when the show was first introduced. We figured they were going to go on their own ways and maybe have like a pop in cameo, but not basically, you know, two and three quarter or one and three quarter episodes being all around Mando. Um, <clears throat> but this episode was actually directed by Dave Filoni. So that makes, oh, a, lot okay, more that sense, makes a lot more sense, especially because of everything that was going on yes. in this episode. Yes. Um, all the all the characters that showed up. So let's get into it. So this is episode six of the seven episode series. I mean, I'm, we're hoping just series on uh, the book of Boba Fett um, from the desert comes a stranger. And it's funny because I first saw the title. You, we always see the title and be like, oh, I wonder what that means. And we didn't know what that meant until the very end of the episode. And um, anybody who's a fan of anything Dave Filoni has done, which is all the, the Star Wars animated stuff. Um, was probably like as excited as I was, and I and I haven't even seen all the Clone Wars or Rebels or anything like that. But I do know the character that was introduced here. We'll get to it. And I've been saying for a long time, like that's the best character that's been introduced in this entire series. And I re- and it was just so cool to see him come in live action. But let's um, I mean, compared to last episode, what do you guys feel? Probably not as great as the last episode, but still better than everything else. Is that kind of what I'm reading from you guys? Better than everything else. This yeah. is the, for me, this is on par with last yeah. week's episode. Yeah. A continuation. And even, and that's even with 
with um, the introduction of our little friend or reintroduction of our little friend. You yeah, still not, are okay with that? I'm not a fan that? of that. I'm not a fan of that. I don't <laughs> like him. I'm I'm so <laughs> sick and tired of the cutesy wootsy thing that's going on with Grogu and Mandalore. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I've never enjoyed that. I just I don't know. We'll get into it a lot more later, but that was my. I have I I have some issues with with that, but everything else in this episode. I thought stood, you know, head to toe with um with last week's episode. It was definitely it was it was another great episode. Yeah, I'm in agreement. <clears throat> and the we're gonna get into it, but it also tied in the this episode starts to actually tie in the um the sequel trilogies as well too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which I like in so in so many ways. With the school and everything. I thought that was a really good idea and it was it was, it was, um, it wasn't a huge thing. It was small enough, but it was, it tied it in. Once they told you what it was doing, it was really, really cool. I thought that was a good idea. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. Um, I was, I mean, aside from the fact that I was, I love this episode. This is probably one of my, I would say the last one in this one of my favorite episodes, just like you guys. Um, <clears throat> absolutely. Yes, I've been playing the whole, like, let's give him some time. Let's give it some time. This entire series, as you said, you were spot on when you said, the reason why I'm saying that is I didn't want to have been wasting my time. And that's pretty much it. I don't want to have been wasting my time all this time going through this, this series, watching it twice each week so I can get through it, write notes, and just get, you know, through the story. But, I mean, it's just like really anything. Like, the, the Clone Wars itself has like nine seasons and that's a lot each season has like 30 30 episodes like 20 to 30 episodes and i'm like ah so when you watch it it's like that's when you say you watch things in the background yeah that's my background watching thing and I'll, i'll check in and it's funny, I was doing some research recently just to kind of bone up on a character that was reintroduced because I was like, oh my god, let me let me kind of get that, you know, back in my memory again. And they brought up the episode I told you guys about, which was basically Face Off, where they took Obi-Wan Kenobi and they they distorted his face and then they sent him into prison to look like this prisoner in order to get information from people. It was it was just like Face Off, but it was really, really cool because it was all Star Wars related. And this character in here was a, a key part, a key character in the, in the episode. But anyway, it, I think it was a two or three part episode because the story was so cool. So it's it's kind of known as one of the big ones, apparently. Anyway, I'm actually curious. So so you say you watch it in the background. How does it play? Like, does it bleed from episode to episode, or can you like watch one episode and then skip a bunch and then watch another one? Or if it's like, hey, here's a two or three parter, can you just watch that alone and nothing else? Or so so you could probably watch the two or three parters alone okay. and nothing else, and, okay. and 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 understand enough um, enough to get by. Um, but, w- but they, but they do bleed through, um, some episodes are not like, you know, part two, part three, but it's like, based on what just happened now, here's where they're going type thing okay. where it's, it's not exactly the same story, but it's a continuation. Right. So that's, what's cool about the show is it's, you know, they'll kind of go through the same theme for a while. And then, you know, a few episodes later, they'll kind of move on to a new group of people to focus on. Mm-hmm. But then some of them are like, they're still in the midst of like the prison, for example. He's still in prison. We need to carry on the story directly. Okay. So it kind of goes back and forth throughout the series. Okay. So worth checking it out. I'll see. I'll find the episode title and I'll send it to you because I thought it was awesome. Good stuff. Um, Yeah. So 
This one starts off, they're in the deserts of Mos Pelgo, and we see the pikes, they're, you know, doing some, you know, spice deal out in the desert by a land speeder. They're in, they're in, in the middle of, like, a moisture uh, well or something, because it's, not, not, it's a farm, I guess, but there's nobody there monitoring it. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yep, pretty much. And um, Cobb Vanth shows up, you know, no armor, obviously, just a, a handkerchief, just total cowboy. And, and it's... I mean, he's in that he's in that cowboy show, right? Justified. Uh, justified. Right. He's he's so almost he, the same character. <laughs> that's what I figured. <laughs> he's it's, almost you the can same tell character. He's just carrying he's unjustified. And it's funny because I'm not a I'm not, I'm not I'm not against westerns. I enjoy westerns, but we also know that they've been derived from you know Japanese like samurai movies and everything. It all kind of transpires over. Um, but yeah, that's what they're doing here. They're just going full on western with this whole episode. I mean. For the most part, for the most everything part. except for the whole, for the you know the whole Mando Grogu thing, but everything going on on Mos Pelgo, now called Freetown, is just total Western, absolutely Western, and I I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, anyway, his his line that he said a few times is like, "Think it through," like, "Don't make a stupid mistake right now because I'm quick." So they go ahead and try to shoot him. These pikes, he quick draw takes out three of them. One guy's left. He's like, "Again, think it through." Tells the guy, he's like, listen, get your stuff out of here. I didn't see what you guys were doing. You leave that chest behind. We'll call it your fee for, for trespassing. Get out of here. And the guy responds back, and he's like, what's in there is worth more than your town. He's like, good, maybe I'll retire. Again, not dropping this cowboy act the whole time. He's, he's perfect. He's great. I love it. Yep. I'm surprised Oliphant hasn't gone anywhere from the, like, he's not as big of an actor as he could be. His name, he could be doing so many more movies that I don't see him in. But he's, um, he's done quite a lot. I mean, the first thing I remember seeing him in was Scream 2. He's and typecast. he was like, you know, no, I think Chuck, he is Chuck, now. Chuck is right. Chuck is right. He's typecast. Wasn't he in, um, wasn't he in Deadman? He was in Deadwood, I believe. Yeah. He, was in, he, was, he was Hitman in the first Hitman movie. Yeah. He um, played in he, uh, I Am Number 4, which was a decent, you know, another kind yeah. of weird movie. But he's... He he really is a good actor, and he, he could be doing so much more. I just I'm not sure if that's his choice or, you know, like you're saying, well, if he's been typecasted or he can't get out of I it. I think yeah, it it happens to a lot of actors and actresses over the years, unfortunately, where you're just mm. you're good at a particular role, and and this is where and nothing else. It's a shame when that happens, but it's it's it is how it is what it is. It's unfortunate, but I mean, mm. he plays cowboy really really well, so. Yeah. What are are you going to do? What are you going to do? But I I agree with Chuck, though. I would like to see him in a lot more things than he actually is in. But just like he was so phenomenal in both Deadwood and Justified that it's really difficult to take him and put him in anything else. Even when he did. um, So he was in the. Fourth, he was in the fourth season of a show called Fargo that comes on FX. And I figured he would be. He he didn't play a cowboy, though. And the but it was thing, the same type of character. Not, no. He was more really? he oh. was he was more of like a a detective and it didn't okay. work. Like he like complete opposite, like cop, but like complete opposite of like your typical like Western, you know, gunslinging cop. Like he was so off mm. and it did not feel right at all. Wait. Wasn't he the bad guy in Die Hard 4? Yes, he was. It was live free or die hard. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay, I know. Sure. I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he name? was Justin Long with Justin Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, I remember that. Um, 
we all kind of forget about that movie, but I mean, well, I'd, fly I'd, a jet, I'd rather remember. I mean, when you fly a jet underneath a collapsing um, freeway, you kind of tend to forget about. <laughs> when, you, when, you <laughs> jump, when you jump off of a falling jet and slide between two pieces of a freeway, yes. Yes, that is ridiculous. So, yeah, he played uh, Thomas Gabriel. He was the, the lead bad guy, if you will, in, um, in Leave Free or Die Hard. I thought so. I think I no, saw he's, that. He's I done, saw that he's done quite once, a bit. So. Really? I mean, Kevin Smith? That's, that's, um, all that's all it's needed. That was one time. Yeah, I suppose. What were you about to say about Kevin Smith? He was a part of it. I think he was one of the producers, and he was also in it. A yeah, he was, he was in hard? it. Yeah. He and Justin Long go back a long way, so they've been... Yeah, they're all kind of tied in. That explains a lot. You ever, that probably explains yeah, you ever, you why that Tusk? movie was so bad. I haven't seen Tusk yet. I, have, I still have to see that movie. I will never watch it again. Okay. Never, I will never watch it again. Okay. I mean, yeah, I will never watch it again. Like, I'm, I'm still very disturbed by that movie. Anyway, um, aside from all of that garbage, um, oh man, sorry, I'm looking at images from this episode. Um, what I thought was cool was when he says that and everything, and this, this big box of spice there, this guy is, is totally, like, on the level. Because he walks up, kicks open the box, sees all the spice, and just knocks it over into the sand. Like, he has no need for it, no use for it, doesn't even want the money. He just wants, he just wants peace in his town. I thought that was great. Again, this whole thing is just, it's coming together nicely. I thought it Total was, Western, I thought, the guy's I, all about I, it. I thought it was great. I just thought it was a dumb move. Like, how do you expect eh. to get away with this? Well. He doesn't. Here we go. Here, well, <laughs> Spoiler well, he didn't warning. Die. He, he, no, but he didn't get he away didn't with die. it. He, he clearly no. didn't get away with it. Yeah. Well, so we get that, and then we get the <clears throat> we get the Mandalorian theme, but we hear, like, you know, the tambourines doing the cowboy spurs, you know, added to the theme. I, I like how they're changing the theme up with each episode, you know, where they mix the Mando in with it. You know, they're, they're adding little subtleties to the theme song each time. Yeah, it's, it's little they, things I like think, that. I think as they were shooting this, <clears throat> when Favreau got to episode four, he was like, oh, my gosh. People are going to hate this. How can I make it better? <laughs> then these last two episodes, he's like, oh, I'll just bring in what, what worked before and I'll bring back the Mando <laughs> and that'll work. And I'll just get rid of mm-hmm. Boba Fett because I hate it. Um, and then he did that. And, you know, I would laugh so hard if they even, rec- if they took him out of completely out of the next episode and just had him like a little bit. He's, Boba's done. He's done. <clears throat> I have to agree. But he's, it's but a he's dead, fully it's a dead character. It's a dead character. <laughs> but, they this this he, this television show killed that character off. There's no way that they're I, going I, to be I, able to fix this. Wait, didn't they already kill that character off? Oh yeah, they did in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, sure. But whatever. It's so, it doesn't anyway. it doesn't matter. This series this series killed the hmm. character of Boba Fett. There's they, 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 they would have to they would have to pull some miraculous magic to repair the damage that has been done to the character of Boba Fett moving forward. I, I have and I a don't theory. see that happening. I, I have a theory that they're going to get into it, and it's, it's my only last hope <laughs> to justify my time on this. I mean, aside from these two episodes, but again, we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> so we get back to Mando, and he arrives on a planet, and immediately you see a radar, you know, boop, 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 
boop, boop, going around. You're like, oh, that's clearly R2-D2. Sure yeah. enough, it is. Yep. How he knew where he was, I think that was still the question we had before. Like, how is no he going to find them? I think, I think he was <clears throat> told where he was going. May, I have been thinking been. about that. I think he was told because he didn't, like, go looking. He knew exactly where to go. So, so, I, watched, to so I watched the finale of <laughs> the second season of Mandalorian to find mm. out if there was no dialogue no, between, really between the Mandalorian and Luke about where mm-hmm. he was going to be going. No. Nothing. No, there wasn't. So it's, it's still up in the air. Like, how did he know where to go? How did you well, know how to know. find there has been There has been some time from when that happened till now, so it could have been happening. I bet you they, they, they'll tell us what, that, what happens with that in the actual season I hope three so. of Mandalorian. I really hope so. They're, they're not going to go down that storyline because technically the storyline right now isn't Mando. It is Boba. Um, but I mean... Are you sure? Probably, no, but... Uh, <laughs> Are you sure about this, man? I mean... No, but I, I, think, I think because they introduced this before season three, I think season three will get into it. We just haven't seen the in-between because season three hasn't been made yet. Yeah. So well, if, if season they're working on it though. If season three comes and goes and we get no backstory to why that to how that is, then I would say we should have a we should have an issue with it. But we don't have enough enough evidence. I just think it's really that. I just think it's really odd that you just that that Mandalorian immediately knows exactly where to go, but you need an entire movie to find you know this missing piece of a map for R two D two to like magically put together oh there's luke like that's so Uh, uh, stupid i'm sorry i think i think we really don't talk about that (laughs) we just don't talk about that anymore like they're they're just trying to say hey let's just not do anything after those you know what no it's not even just that that. it's not even just that because there's there are some things that happen in this episode that's making me question exactly what in the sequel trilogy and the prequels what are they going to retcon? There's yeah, a, this right here is the planet that Luke is on. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. It's, it's not. I thought it was, but it's not Octo. It's, it's built, somewhere else. He's building the school. He's building the temples. Of yeah. course it is. You're seeing them build the exact school that you see when you're seeing, um, what's his name? The... What's it? Han Solo's son. What's his name? I, I, I know, Ben. I, I know. I'm, I'm saying he's, it. I don't. Th- he he. You see him training in that school. That's the exact plant. That, that's why they say Luke disappeared for a while. I have to agree with Chuck. It's the ex- it's 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 the same planet. It's the but same it goes place. back to what you just said. It goes back to what you just said. I looked at it. I'm just like this does not look like Octo. Because Octo was basically surrounded. It was just he. It was basically just a giant. I mean, it could be the same planet, just not the same place. Because he was on, like, a mountain is where he was hanging out. Where there were these schools and stuff. In the middle of the ocean. That's not where he was here. He was out in the middle of a place that had, like, you know, streams and rivers and and whatnot. Could be a different part of the planet, I suppose. However, that's not where those... Those um temp those temples or schools were built. He swings from cliff to cliff with a with a bamboo stalk, and we see him climbing mm-hmm. bamboo stalk in this episode. Okay, it's a different part of the planet. Sure, but that's again brings up what you just said. How was it? How do they make a whole big thing like let's find out where Luke is for an entire movie, an entire or movie. many years? 
entire movie to figure out where Luke went. But the Mandalorian knows exactly where to go. Even okay, That's you know I, what? For the mm. sake of argument, let's say you're right. Let's say it's a completely different planet. It's not the same place, and he went somewhere else and he rebuilt the temple. Still, right? The Mandalorian mm-hmm. found Luke pretty easily, and it took an entire right. movie for, <laughs> for the resistance. Well, the, the difference for the, the resistance and Leia, who's a well, and Leia, who's force sensitive to find Luke. It's ridiculous. That's why I'm asking. Like, what? What do they? They have to. They have to be planning on retconning a lot. Because there's some other things that happen later on in this episode that it's like, uh... The difference is he wasn't in hiding here. He went into hiding later. And he shut himself off from the Force, and that's why people couldn't find him. Because he hid somewhere else, and he was shut off. Oh, you could do that? Uh, they, expl- you- they explain <laughs> that. They explain that. I didn't know you could <laughs> shut yourself off from the Force. That is the line... That she says in The Last Jedi. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I know. Well, that's I why don't that remember movie is, that. Is, that's why that movie is garbage. Uh, yes. <laughs> He's, it, it, it happened. It's a line in the movie. Uh, come on. He shut himself off from the can, force. Can you, can you feel the force? Can you feel it now? Smack. Ah. Oh. Like, come on. That, that whole movie did not feel like a Star Wars movie. It was, just, it was just Mark Hamill basically giving the finger to the guy who was just ruining the franchise. And he's sitting there. He's like, I'll do it. But I'm just going to make a joke of it because you're making a joke with the franchise. But whatever. I love that they had Mark Hamill play Luke in this episode, though. Yes. Yeah. So, so interesting thing enough. And you, and I mean, I have, I, we'll I, get I, there anyway. Yeah, still, we'll get there anyways. I have his name written down. Okay. So, um, R2 shows up and he basically, like, you know, I'm looking for Luke Skywalker. R2 says, beep, 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 whatever. And then starts bringing him his way. Follow me. Um, Follow me. I just like and to as pretend he's going through the woods. <laughs> yeah. And as he's going through, he's doing his like his little like, you know, beeping songs like, you know, do 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 do, you know, whatever, going through the forest, which I thought was fun. You know, like there's just R2 being R2. Um, and he brings her over to where these big ant droids, not androids, ant droids are are building a building. Yeah. Is why is it called a building and not a built? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, um, building it up and then they build a bench for him and he's basically like okay where is he and then he's like oh is that a bench how long am i going to be here and and i again it brings me back to what i love about mando um is his physical acting is still amazing is you can you can read his emotion completely through the armor yeah all the time and i love that he's just like physically acting this out he's like are you kidding me? Yeah, is I think a, is that a bench? It was a constant. Like, <laughs> it was a constant running theme with you and I when we were going through the first two seasons of The Mandalorian. The Pedro Pascal, like his physical acting, is on an on an entirely different level. We've talked about yeah, all that it's, before. It's and amazing. He's, he's he's fantastic. He's he is. absolutely fantastic. So he's up there, and he's just like, "Is anyone here? Anyone alive?" Like, you know, we know he hates droids, but he's he's being nice. He's being better with that. Since uh, everything with uh, the IG over there. Um, what was that IG name? Did we ever get the IG uh, model number or specific? Anyway. No the, idea. Uh, the, the, the nurse droid. <laughs> the nurse droid. <laughs> so as he's hanging out there on this bench made of bamboo sticks and grass, Luke and Grogu are hanging out and they're meditating. Grogu sees a bunch of those one-eyed frogs. He reaches out and takes one up in the air. And he's bringing it over to him. And Luke's like, dude, what are you doing? You know? Cut it out. And then, <clears throat> so this is where I, I'm looking at Luke the entire time. I was intently 
watching Luke's face this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Now, why don't you tell me about that? Well, I think it's fantastic. So, it's, it's the coolest thing I've ever heard. So last year, around the time that this finale came out, I don't know how many weeks after, um, the, a YouTuber by the name of Shamok um, redid the deep fake for that entire scene. And it mm-hmm. looked it was amazing. phenomenal. It, it was amazing. Pheno- and I actually visited his channel. He's done others too, and they all look spectacular. Anybody who gets a chance, mm-hmm. look him up. I'm going to um, actually link his, uh, his YouTube page in the show notes when, um, when this gets uploaded. It was, yeah. He's fantastic at what he does. So anyways, Disney reached out to this guy and hired him. <laughs> like, hey, can That's you, amazing. Can, you want to come on and, and do this for us? Yeah, sure, no problem. So he's, he's the guy now. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing that this, yeah. this, this YouTuber just sitting home playing around on his computer was able to make it look better than Disney could. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and he it, got a job because of it. I think it's fantastic. It is. It's fantastic. There's no other word for it. I'm just like, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then, so Luke reaches out. I mean, let's talk about Luke's face because this was my big issue. <laughs> how long we talked about Luke's face at the end of season <laughs> two. Um, now, just like I had an issue with Terminator Dark Fate where it's like, hey, you know, spoiler alert, John Connor gets shot. Um, John Connor is the same age as he was in T2, even though it's supposed to be like, you know, many years later. Yeah. So I almost had an issue with this again, just like we did at the end of, of Mando season two. Um, it's like he's not much older looking than what he looked like in Return of the Jedi. Not much. But I'm like, but this is this is like nine years later, right? Is that what we figured it out? It was like I thought nine it was years? five. If it's five, then that that matches right up with some of the legends stuff here. But I mean, either way, five years, you'd, I don't know, maybe he would look exactly the same then. Either way, something else is nine years, probably the other books I have. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I know they're not canon, but still, like, you would think he would look a little bit older, especially because, like, where's his beard? Shouldn't he have had a goatee or something at this point? Like, I know the beards start to come in when you're a Jedi, and I know we, we know he has one later. Even when they show him training Ben Solo um, and that whole situation, he had like a goatee thing going. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have like a younger version of him with the goatee because it actually would have helped out a lot with the CG thing and made it look a little less CG, although they did do a great job. So, Chuck, you got something to say about that? Nope. Oh, okay. You're just going to die over there. All right. Well, anyway. I just think that that could have been a way to make it a little bit better is like add some facial hair, you know, that will help get rid of some of the syntheticness of this, you know, face. But honestly, I'm watching it. It looks it looks like a young Luke Skywalker, but not so much like a young um, Mark Hamill. It doesn't. Yeah, I'm OK right. with that. I'm OK with it. That's fine. what I'm OK it's, with. It. It's fine. You know, that's that's where I can move on. It's fine. So, it's fine for what it is. It's, you know what? It's it's passable. It's believable. Your your suspension your suspension of disbelief isn't you know jerked out from under you when you see it. It's not jarring at all. It's right, perfectly fine. You'll be able to flow it, through the episode very smoothly. So I right. I it looks like it a real human. Yes, exactly. It looks like a real human, and that's the whole point. So I I can I can be fine with that, and I'm just happy because it's the first time we've watched a movie or watched anything like this where you're not just totally stuck on this. This looks like garbage, um, and you can just deal with it so they did a great job like having this much screen time with this character and you still being okay with it it was was a a lot lot. of screen time we've never had had anything come out with this much cg face screen time so that's why i'm like i mean rogue one One did quite a bit with uh general uh tarkin no not that not this much it was a lot 
it was, was quite a bit. Much. It was, it was, quite, it a was bit. quite a bit, Lee. If you go mm. back and watch Rogue One again, it was quite a bit. He I was on, just he was on camera because he was I on camera for it. more than one or two scenes. He was he had a lot I to ju- do. I just well, watched they, it, and he was he was in it quite a bit. Yeah, I I still think that that Luke had more screen time here than than he did in all of Rogue One. I doubt it. Yeah, I well, doubt it. Then uh, maybe they should retcon that and <laughs> get get this yeah, but this that guy looked to come decent. in and fix it. They should never, eh. ever, ever, ever retcon Rogue One. No, they shouldn't. One of the top four Star Wars movies ever created. It's. I just watched it again. It's not just had, a, you see the thing about and since Rogue I was One. In, and since I was in bed sick, I watched Rogue One, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna watch a New Hope. And I went and watched a New Hope, and I was like, it's so smooth. It makes yeah, it better. It was a great, it, such it was a good, amazing transition. It yeah. makes I was like, it makes New Hope so much better. I was like, this is where this is the the plans that they were looking for. Like for forty years we've been like, where do they get these plans? Another thing about right. another thing about Rogue One, it's not just a good Star Wars movie, it's a good movie. Period. Absolutely. It, that's, Absolutely that's, it is. that's the mark of a really good film. If you can make a film that's within a franchise and it's just a good film, period. Oh my god. It's it's great. Like everything else, you kinda need the context and continuity to go along with everything to kind of understand. You can watch Rogue One by itself. You don't yeah, have to don't watch anything to else. You don't need cool, to know anything. It's and the cool no. thing is they kill. Eh. I was watching it and I got to the end of it. I was like, "Oh, that's right. They kill everybody off." Everybody. But it's yeah. like, yeah, because nobody was in. Nobody was in yeah. a New Hope, so no. why not? <laughs> Bye. Was, I mean, it was perfect. Yeah, they, they, they even killed that guy who stole the Stark tech. You know. Yes, and they even made Darth Vader so much cooler in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that scene in the hallway. I mean, that was the that was the best part of the whole movie. It's fantastic. I, I used to just put that on on repeat and just watch it. I'm like, wow, it's fantastic, amazing transition. Anyway, so um, they're over there, Grogu, basically with the frogs, and I love it where Luke doesn't say anything about it. He just like f- reaches out with the force and lifts up like every single frog in like the swampy area next to them, and they all come up. And Grogu is just like astonished, and I love it. Straight, because... out, of, straight out of Empire, straight yeah. out of oh, Empire. Yeah. When you oh, lifts yeah. up the X-wing out of the out of the swamp, and I and I love that the, the, what he's basically saying without saying is like if you study, you're not gonna be able to pick up one frog. Mm-hmm. You can pick up all of these frogs by just like with your eyes closed, just sensing them and knowing what's going on. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. There was um, a lot of, there was a lot of give back to empire in this episode. All too. of this, what? this whole, this whole episode was well, very, very, very empire heavy. He, very even empire. when he tells Groke, even when he tells Groku about size does not matter, you know? Oh yeah. That's yeah. all so, straight from empire. The hopping yeah. on the rocks and everything else and the jumping. It was, yeah. Everything was perfect. Yeah. The choice. Well, I love, yeah. Oh, yeah. The choice was the whole just like in in Empire, yeah. where it's like he's telling Luke, he's like, you can go save your friends, or you can stay here and complete your training, you know. But yeah. So he's he's with Grogu now, and they're going for a walk. And I love that as they're like walking, Grogu's obviously got tiny legs, so Luke is just like assisting him <laughs> by like just kind of you know pushing him along and having him like hop up. And I I didn't notice it the first two times. I'm like, oh, he hops really high, and I'm like, wait. He's force lifting him. Yeah, like, Luke is Luke doing, is doing this whole thing. He's, like, come on, he's force, that keep was up, great. keep up. He's force lifting him every five feet. It was, it was so fun. I loved it. But it was it wasn't like a big deal. It was just kind of like happening in the background, and Luke is just doing it, just so matter of fact. Like, yep, uh huh, yep. And here's what we do. And they would. It was just. It was cool. 
and he gets into the whole thing about Yoda. He's explaining who Yoda was and size matters not. It's like, that's how he talked. He would speak in riddles, you know? It was just, that's who he was. And he's like, did people speak like that where you came from? Luke really wants to know, just like we all do, where the heck did did, did Grogu come from? And Yoda we all know that... Yoda did not speak in riddles. Yoda just spoke in Old English, and nobody truly understands Old English. Old English just talks backwards, and so did Yoda. He doesn't speak in riddles, though. I never got he's fucking riddles. I, I understand were, some of the stuff he said was riddle esque. I wouldn't say it's like straight up like you know the Riddler. It's but. it's it's okay. You know what? It's more old English than it is riddle. That's the yeah, thing about that's the thing about a, Yoda. And I think right. I think the fact that Luke says that speaks a lot about Luke's character because he's still Luke has always been very much in the um in the middle ground when it comes to a lot of things, and he's still very much naive here. Like he's still very much questioning himself a lot like he was in the original trilogy that's something else that i really appreciated about this it did not make him like full-on master i know everything in this moment i will train you like they didn't they didn't make him qui-gon jinn like they made that he's still luke and i I, he's still learning he's he's him himself is still learning and i think that's fantastic so yeah i i have i have i have yeah Go ahead, Lee. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as they're going through, he explains that, and we we know we know you know that he was at you know the academy with all the other younglings at some point, and there was that whole um, <laughs> there was that whole deal before. Um, I, I think it was a meme I shared where um, what was it? I think Anakin says, "Hey, you know, stay here, or you know, don't go, don't come to school tomorrow, or something like that, or whatever." <laughs> yeah. Like. And and it's just like that. Or there's another one where he was like hiding in the bathroom and he heard everything and he's just like, oh, I'm just going to stay here in the bathroom. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the whole thing. I love that they went back to it. And it's cool. What I thought was really awesome. And again, this is where it comes back to tying it into the original um, or it's the prequel trilogy is when they were showing his past. They had the same like aura around the screen as Anakin had when he was having his visions oh, when he was dreaming. Yeah, a Padme dying. You, a Padme, Padme dying yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, so I love that they tied that back in. It wasn't just some new whatever, like, you know, whatever. It was it was just like that. Mm-hmm. So it fit it fit in very well and it tied it, it, it tied everything else right in together. What wasn't it? Do that one more time. That was kind of amusing. I'm sorry, that's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Anyway, um so brings him right back to Order 66. We see the clone troopers just taking out Jedi and coming towards him. I thought that was great, but he just basically says, well, that's <laughs> for lack of anything else. He's like, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty rough. I'm going to teach you to protect yourself. <laughs> and, you know, here we go. I didn't know that Jedi could actually do that because you've never seen that before. They could actually kind of peer into the mind of somebody else and see their past. Well, see, well, that's remember... the thing. Kylo mm. Ren does it. Yes. And now we kind of know where he learned it from. He did that with with everybody, but he he mainly did that when he had Ray up yeah, in the chair. He did that with Ray, you know, and she was fighting back, and he's like, "Whoa, oh, you you're can right. he fight back." The, he, he did that with mind. Ray. He did that with Ray. Yeah. And I thought a, that was more. I took it more as you know they were, they were. Um, he he was probing the mind, but in a way where it forced them to just share what he wanted and not actually see in it. But he was actually seeing into the mind. Yeah, that's the way that they were they were portraying it. And it's just, it's just like, it, it, they're kind of getting into that. It's not just, it wasn't like a truth serum type thing. Like, let me get you to open up and then you'll speak. It was, it was beyond that. 
He was definitely trying to peer into the mind yeah. itself. Go ahead. Yeah, kind of. Go ahead, Will. Kind of a gray area. Kind of an invasion it, it of privacy. And I buy it coming yeah, from Luke. I, I absolutely buy it coming from Luke. So I, I get it. I just, I don't know. If you're, it brings, it, it begs the question of, of something that Luke does later on in this episode. And I'm like, huh? Like it's, I don't know. Luke confuses me so much and he has forever. Because he skates yeah. that line, but he still tries to like play like he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. He's but he's but he's not. wearing all black. He's wearing all black. <laughs> he's wearing all black, and he's and he's probing, and he's probing somebody's mind. Yeah. Well, it begs to differ from what the chancellor was saying in the, the, the prequels. Is it just stuff that? the dark side teaches you or is it all part of the force and how you use it is what determines if you're the dark side or not. Well, yeah, there is that, but I mean, you can go either way. It's, it's all the same stuff. It just depends on what you're doing. I mean, like, since, I the, since the original trilogy, everyone has always questioned since Luke did the force choke and return of the Jedi. Right. You know, that was, was we, he yeah, dabbling with the dark time. side? It's always been a question. Right, um, absolutely. If he's, I, I I'm sorry. At, if he's peering, if he's, if he's like probing minds, yeah, that's that's some dark side shenanigans. But he did it going with permission. He, he did it with permission, though. He wasn't like forcing himself on Grogu, saying, "Hey, let me look in your mind. You better let me look. I'm gonna do it anyway." He basically says, "Hey, let me help you." He's and Grogu's like, "Okay, okay leaned in and let him do it." I don't know. It's the fact that he's doing this. It's that is. I don't know. It, I don't. It, it, it rubs it me the wrong way. It does beg a question, but for me, this is how I've been looking at the Force. And don't get me wrong, I am a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm a huge Superman fan, but as Superman did things, they just wrote things in to make it so it fit his character. <laughs> no, they didn't. And now they're doing... What, the ex- whatever do you mean? And now they're doing the same thing here. They're just writing things in to make it look like the Force can do all... That was never part of it 30, 40 years ago. No, oh, like the Force healing... The force healing that they did in Rise of Skywalker with the snake and with Ben and with Ray and all yeah. that that was never seen anywhere else ever except for video games. Yeah, that's yeah, it's you know, it's like, yeah, let's not go into okay, how do we it's just a way of saying, okay, you know what, we can't kill this person off, but this has to happen. So if we make this happen, up oh, Ray can have healing powers so that way he doesn't have to die. We'll just write that into it versus okay, like Luke, his hand got cut off. Let's just create a hand. That's way more viable and feasible and understandable in this, you know, in this galaxy than it is in them, her healing somebody. It just makes no sense. Hmm. Well, I'm well, gonna get I'll be it, honest, what Boba does, things. what Boba does with Fennec is more realistic than what Ray did in the healing part. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. I'm on board with you 100%. I just, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way that Luke is even doing this in the first place. It's definitely some dark side things going on with him. He's always been like that. He will always be like that. And I appreciate that. And I guess years ago, I've just accepted the fact that the force is going to be this thing where, oh, we can do whatever we want. If we want to write it in, we'll write it in. Like I, I, I came to terms with that years ago and I'm not, I'm not going to harp on it. I, I, it's, it would be pointless too. And I, I mm-hmm. guarantee you, this is not the most, you know, this is not the most crazy use of the force that we will see. There's going to be some other things that are going to happen. I don't even want to imagine what we're going to see Obi-Wan do. Like it's, it's right. 
I think we've seen the most of it though. We've seen people jump out of buildings um, to commit suicide. Um, And, you know, Neo force pushed him away. Um, We saw Neo and Trinity, you know, push everyone off of them. So, I mean, that's a pretty good use of the force that we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen, you know what we haven't seen? We haven't seen teleportation yet. No, not yet. There you go. That could be a thing. Well, but we did we did see Luke just like force send him like an image of himself yeah, yeah, to stand yeah, yeah. out there and then you know pretend he's fighting Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is like yes. is the most Jedi thing ever done. Like that is the biggest pacifistic thing he could have done is just go over there and not even fight him, just pretend and be like, "See you around, kid," <laughs> and then just disappear. Just, yep. just you know. Yep. And then you have Ray and. Ben and what those guys do be in the same room but not in the same room. That was all weird. Snoke. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's gonna get nuts. Yeah. Yep. So did I? Did I send you? Did I? I think I sent it to you, Chuck. The whole thing with you know the whole Jedi disappearing thing where it showed Obi Wan Kenobi when he just disappears and he's nothing but a robe and you just see this naked guy running through the Death Star running away. <laughs> it's Darth Vader's like looking you know pressing around with his foot trying to find him and you just see you just see this naked old guy taken <laughs> off. <laughs> anyway, that was just funny. Um, so interesting enough, you brought up Fennec Shand. Um, Fennec Shand is actually um, I didn't realize because I haven't watched it yet. Um, but she's in, um, I, I believe she's in Galaxy of Heroes and the Bad Batch. That character was introduced there, and then she came into the Mandalorian and the Gunslinger episode. Oh, good for so her. So she, she's a fairly, a fairly new character to the franchise. So it's interesting to see that it's all going to kind of tie in, because I know that the other character we see later on has some type of tie in there as well. But anyway, Mando wakes up, looks around, and there's Ahsoka just hanging out by a tree. I have to say, again, I know you guys haven't watched the show, but nobody else could have been this perfect for Ahsoka. She looks just like the character Ahsoka Tano. Like, it's not just the makeup, it's like Rosaria Dawson. Rosaria is, is Dawson looks just like her, yeah. And I've seen She is it's it is amazing. I am and it's funny because as we talked before, she was basically um fan casted. They were saying, like, you would be perfect for Soka. She's like, hey, if they ask me, I'll do it. And so many people kept, like, clamoring for it. And then, sure enough, Filoni's like, yeah, I'll cast her. Jeez, that's perfect. Yeah, so there's, there's, it's, uh, there's a lot of that going we're, on. We're in, a, we're in a very different time. And, you know, between that and getting the deep fake guy to go ahead and do Luke after, you know, it looked so much better. You know, it's like, it's nice to see that voices are being heard when it comes to the things that we're, you know, we're interested you in. You and I have brought I it up before. They, Look what they did with Sonic. I know, right? It's that's incredible. Yeah. That movie would have been would have looked so dumb if they didn't switch it up and give him normal eyes. When they gave him the little beady eyes, I'm like, what is this? Like it wasn't gonna take off. The new trailer, the trailer for the new one actually looks pretty good. <laughs> so my my daughter's like a nuts about it. She's crazy about it. Anyway, um yeah, it's just it's it's funny she, to see what they're she's doing. She's gonna have a she's gonna do well because if she's gonna be this, you know, side character through all the Star Wars trilogy. You watch. She's gonna now be brought up somehow into Marvel as well too, because she was such a big role in the Netflix Marvel world. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be surprised if she wasn't brought into the actual MCU somehow either. Wasn't she Luke Cage's oh, girlfriend? Right. No, she was Matt Burdock's girlfriend for the longest time. Right. I thought she was just Daredevil's Matt Murdock's nurse. Like I she, thought she was first, just like the the nurse at, character. 
she was the nurse mm-hmm. character for everybody, including um including um Iron Fist. But didn't she start dating have like a thing? She they probably did. I okay. didn't watch all of it, but she did date uh, Matt Murdock for a while too. Okay. So at some point she was in three or four of the series on Netflix. If she, they don't bring her into MCU, Good for I'd her. be surprised. Yeah. yeah. She ties them all in. Good for her. It's amazing because, so she has been kind of all over the place. Yes. It's, it's amazing. Cause she's, it, it's, it's funny. Cause I feel like she's still like a cult actress, you know, because she's not like blown up everywhere, but yeah. she still seems to be everywhere. Yeah. You know, she's popped up in like the Sin City movies. She's been in, well, what was it? Um, uh, Death, Death Proof. Proof. She was in that. Um, Men in Black Two. Yeah, that's as far back as I remember her. And then you know she was in Clerks, uh, Clerks Two. Um, but she's she's kind of been everywhere. And when she comes in, she kills it. She nails it. Men in Black Two was her first big role. I wouldn't say I, it, yeah, I wouldn't say sense. she was good in that movie, but that she was younger. She was just getting her start. Like I'm not gonna judge her on that. Like like she, oh, she was also before that. No, she was in Josie and the Pussycats. That was before Men in Black 2. I didn't see that movie. I didn't either, but I know she was in it. I didn't see that movie. <laughs> I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. It's funny because Seth Green was in it, and he was he was in a boy band called Du Jour. <laughs> I don't know. I loved her in Death Proof. Yeah. I loved her in Death Proof. But the thing about Death Proof is I don't know how much was her and how much was Tarantino. Like, it was one of those weird things. Right, right. So... So anyway, she's over there and he's like, oh, you're here. She's like, what are you doing here? She's, and, you know, I'm an old friend of the family. Yeah. You know, we're getting the tie in here, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, and he's like, why aren't you training him? She goes, well, Master Luke's going to be training him. Um, but she goes off in this whole attachment that he has to Grogu and it's going to make things very difficult for both of them to let go if he, you know, shows up. So she's explaining kind of both sides of how it's like it's not good. It's not good for for him because he'll be he'll be so distracted. And it's it's horrible for Grogu because he's going to be completely, you know, torn by his attachment and not go further with his training. And it wouldn't be but, good for me as a watcher of this show because I, I can't hide my hatred for that relationship. <laughs> I hate that relationship. It's so childish. I'm going to I'm just going to say it now. It makes so much more sense for Grogu to just hang around Luke. It may it fits so much better. The two of them together and what they're doing and the training and everything fits so much better than Grogu mm. and and the Mandalorian. It just does. I know, but based on what we've seen in Star Wars and what we were just talking about about Empire, I have a feeling and we'll talk about that later. But I'm just saying they they they're making money. And they're gonna want to keep making money, so they can make anyway. money. They could, they can, they could very easily make. Okay, so they hire this deep fake guy to come in, right, and do all this, and it looks phenomenal. If you think that this is gonna be the last time that we see Luke, come on, like we're gonna see, he's gonna be all over the place. You could, I know you that, could very it, easily, you could do an entire series of Luke training and ha- and 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 make it be somewhat interesting. There you go. I know. There's your cash know, cow but, and all the money in the world there. But here's what we're going to look at again. Okay, let's just get into it then. Empire Strikes Back. Luke leaves, and then he comes back and sees Yoda. Now, Yoda happened to die. Yes. Okay? Yep. Now, if he didn't die, he probably still would have been like, all right, gave him some grace and continued training him. I wouldn't doubt that they would do something similar here, but Luke wouldn't die. Oh, well, I'm Luke's just saying. Luke die. can't die. He can't Luke, die. Luke can't die. Oh, right. Because, what, somebody loves him? Are we going back to that? Well, no, because it's no, alive because in the sequel the, trilogy. The, so I know. Tril- right. <clears throat> I know. I know that. I'm just saying, like, 
But so Yoda, we know Yoda he's dies not going to die. Yoda dies in return, not in Empire. So here's the thing. And, yeah, and, the beginning, and when he goes back. The other, day, the other day you called me and the two of us talked about it a little bit. And you expressed this to me. And my exact words for you were, what is Grogu going to do? Throw chain mail mm-hmm. at somebody? Because that's all. If he'd shoot, like, it's, it's, it would be ridiculous. No. But here's, here's what we'd be looking at. So you you let's just go back to well you were wrong about something because you said we're gonna see Mando show up at the last minute and help help Boba Fett out. No, that's not what happened, and that's what I, I didn't think it was gonna happen. Okay, and and here that's again no, it didn't happen. He showed up here and he's coming up with the plan. He's already here before the war starts or whatever. So when I bet he's gonna be show surprised. up last minute, he's when I say he's gonna show up last minute to to rest. Wherever Boba Fett is going to be, yeah. he is about mm-hmm. to die, whether they're mm-hmm. in the same battle. So they could be two rooms apart or in the same room. As I, soon as Boba Fett mm. is about to be killed, Mando will come in and save him. Right. I That's don't, what I meant by I'm that. I'm kind of on board with that, right. too. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense for anybody else to rescue Boba Fett. But the thing, but if the thing Luke is, shows, already... if Luke shows up with Grogu and is like, "Here you go," he wants to be with you, and Luke has to get involved. There's no way Luke saves Boba Fett. That nope. would not make mm. any sense at all. A... Luke kills Boba Fett. That would be perfect. Awesome. That would be awesome. Perfect. But that's another ending that I would absolutely love. But Luke, Luke killing Boba Fett element. or Boba Fett getting eaten by that Rancor. Beautiful ending for Boba Fett. <laughs> Goodbye, and we're done. <laughs> That's something that I think would happen too. I think Luke would absolutely kill Boba Fett. Oh, I don't think so. Why? Because Luke is at a different place now than he was. Are you I sure don't... about that? I think so. He's dressed in all black and he's probing minds. He teaches this to <sighs> another person. Uh, we don't know how many years later, and his entire school gets torched to the ground because he failed as a teacher. So don't tell me that he wouldn't kill somebody right now, sir. He absolutely would. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So Jedi's don't not kill people. They kill <laughs> like the whole thing. I know where you're going with this too. It's like when when Anakin kills um, um, Dooku in Return of the Sith and Reg of the Sith. The issue with him killing him is because he was unarmed and he was an he was unarmed man who was surrendering. Jedi kill people all the time. So if they're in the midst of battle and Mace Windu was going to kill Palpatine. Hundred yeah, but he but then. At the same point with that, too, Anakin did say this is not the way. I know. I understand. I understand that. The point is it was his intent. Mace Windu's intent was to kill Palpatine. So don't say that the Jedis don't kill or they're not going to do that. Right. Like if you're. They don't they don't kill innocent or unarmed people. That's not their way. And Boba Fett Um, is not innocent, nor is he unarmed. Correct. (laughs) I absolutely I absolutely believe that Luke would kill Boba Fett. Absolutely. Mm. But. If Luke can read minds, then he would know that Boba Fett's changed his ways. That's wow. all I'm saying. I'm t- we're, we're talking about Disney here. I'm just saying they, they want to redeem everything. They want to redeem the bad guys and make them good guys. They've been doing it for years now with all the other princess movies. Just saying, it's happening. Don't be surprised when it does. They're not so, going to make Boba Fett good. They just did. They have this whole series. No, they've actually made him and worse. You, and you've been eating <laughs> they've it up. made him worse. They've made him worse. <laughs> He's a fear monger. Uh huh. How? Okay. All right. <laughs> He's a classic fear monger. Back to Ahsoka and Mandalorian in the woods because we've gotten way off track here. Wow. Um, 
she asks him basically, are you doing this for Grogu or are you doing it for yourself? And then he's like, well, I just have a gift for him. She's like, is that so he can remember you? And she's just like grilling him. She's like, what are your motives? Why are you even here? And he says like, listen, as a Mandalorian foundling, this is his birthright. And she's like, well, maybe he's a Padawan now. Just going back and forth. It's like they're just trying to, I don't know. It felt a little odd. No, it didn't. Back and forth. It's like, well. Didn't feel odd. It didn't feel odd at all. She's absolutely right. She's absolutely right, but he was just basically <laughs> like, hey, if I'm going to give him something, so it's like, I did my part, and here's his birthright as a Mandalorian foundling. He can do whatever he wants after that. But he's not a foundling. He found him. He's a Padawan. Just like, he, just like they found him. He's a Padawan, and he always uh-huh. was one. Mm-hmm. He was in the Jedi Temple during Order, Order 66. That makes him a Padawan. Just because he hung out with a Mandalorian for a, a couple of months... And he managed to get him to Luke. Doesn't mean that he's a that doesn't that, what birthright. But he was Din, he was Din. born he was born into the Jedi Order. Come on, Din was not a Mandalorian when they found him. He became one because he was a foundling. He had nowhere else this, to go. This Grogu he had was nowhere else around. to go. Din had Grogu. nowhere else to go. We went through that entire story. He had nowhere else to go, and they took him in, and now he feels indebted. Grogu, Grogu has other places to go. For 30 years, he was just floating around. 30, 40 years, we don't know how many years in between, he, he's been floating around, doing nothing, because during Order 66 is when all of that happened. Okay. Right? And how many years went by between that? Sure. I'm just saying, or whatever, 30 years, we'll say, right? My question so is this. he's been floating around if for Mando, 30 years. If Mando as a had no, If Mando had no clue... <laughs> Where Luke and Grogu were. How did Ahsoka Tano know where they were? <laughs> I have no Ooh, idea. Ahsoka Tano used the Force. She uh-huh. just shows up. Luke had no clue she was there. He didn't? He asked her. Well, he asked her if I'm ever going to see you again. There was never, he yeah. never he asked, asked her, am I going to see, uh, how did you get no, here? He asked. No. Yeah, he did. No, he, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, all he said is, am I going to see you again? Am I, she says, am I ever going to see you again? Actually, when she goes around the corner, he actually asks, the Mandalorian was here and blah, 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 blah. Like, there was never a, who are you? How did you get here? Like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, they, they, I just, she, she's I'm just, been there. This is just another one of those examples where I'm just accepting that they're using the Force to do everything. Like, how did, uh-huh. how did Ahsoka Tano find Luke? She used the Force. I'm going to look it up anyway. right now, but I'm pretty sure she. he asks her. Felt her. He, I'm pretty sure he asked her. Um, how did you get here? Where, you know no. I was here? where is the son of Skywalker? And she found him. Uh-huh. Yep. There we go. So she basically says, if, he, if Grogu sees you, it'll only make things more difficult for him. And he looks up, and you just see Luke and Grogu fist bump each other for a second. And he's like, okay, you're right. Make sure he gets this. Drops off his little Yoda bag, you know, with the chain mail inside. And then... Yeah, chainmail, not rings. Well, they were. How do you think you? Yeah, it was. They were little rings. You that thought were that made they into were chainmail. I just said I didn't know exactly what they were doing with rings. I knew it was chainmail. No, you didn't. Saying, you like, thought that they were rings. And I'm gonna splice in the audio right here. You said they're rings. That's, what is he gonna do with these rings? I don't understand why they're making him rings. Well, I was expecting them to be there to be like you know some type of like shoulder armor or something like that, not a piece of chainmail. What's this, Lord of the Rings? Like, that's why I was confused. I'm like, yeah, I, I agreed with you that that would be that, but we never actually saw chain mail made. No, we just saw a nobody bunch of knew it was chain mail. You just, okay. 
Right, but you would assume if it's armor, some sort of armor, these rings aren't going to be anything by themselves. So yeah, no, I agree with you that it was going to be chainmail. I wasn't surprised when it was. I just wanted to see this little tiny piece of, like, little infant chainmail. Oh, here we go. It's disgusting. You know, for... It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's why it would have been cool to see, like, an armband, you know, or something. Like, some type of, like, shoulder protection or a gauntlet. You know, here's a little, you know, Grogu gauntlet. Would have made more sense. But you, don't, you didn't see any of the Mandalorians wearing chainmail. But, whatever. So, we get back to the Yoda backpack. I mean, Grogu backpack. And then we have a little <laughs> training. And he's jumping, running through the woods, and all I think of is, remember the uh, My Stick song from uh, Bad Lip Reading? Run, 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 jump. I can be a backpack while you run. Like, that's, yeah, they're just doing this whole thing again. He's running up, he's jumping over stuff, he's flipping, he's climbing up a tree, and he starts talking about balance. You know, through the forest you'll find balance as well. And then he pulls out the training remote, you know. So he's, that thing's flying around, he's got his little thing. (laughs) Trying to teach him how to jump. The, the whole jump thing was actually kind of funny. Like, go ahead and jump. What? Just shot him and he fell right on the ground. It was great. It was hilarious. Well, he, he, shot, him in, he shot him in the feet. You know, it was like dance, fool, dance. You it, know, it, it still and, shot him and he fell backwards <laughs> and hurt himself. And I laughed. Yeah. I. Well, just like you would expect any infant that's not really very mobile. When he's like, go ahead and jump. He jumped like a half an inch off the ground. He's like. That's really all you got? No. You can do better than that. I love how you say and infant, but then two minutes later, he is soaring through the years air. Old. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's 50. He's 50. He's a 50-year-old he's a infant. He's a 50-year-old infant, but it's just, it's just funny. Sorry, like We went from getting shot, and you are now on the ground, and you cannot jump to, I am going to soar through the air and bounce from rock to rock. It's just... it's That's training. That's training. I, I, I know. Jedi I tra- know it's training. I'm just. <laughs> so he's jumping around. He's like, get back up. They learn how to get how to how to balance, how to jump. And then, you know, he's running away from this training remote, jumping from rock to rock throughout the river. And then he just gr- reaches out and destroys the training remote. And Ahsoka, you know, comes over and she's like, it's, it's do- he's doing pretty good. You're a great teacher. And he goes, it's more like he's remembering that I'm actually teaching him. And. There was the whole question. He's like, oh, the Mandalorian was here. Like, yeah, he has a gift for him. He's like, huh, I wonder if his heart's really in this. To which she responds, so much like your father. Which I understand that that's like, you know, a little like, oh, yeah, I know your dad. You know that I know your dad because she's clearly been there for a while because they've had some type of relationship. Um, So, um, and, but it was weird because the line I, I just don't know if his heart is in it. I'm wondering if that's a line that he that Anakin must have said to her at one point when she was a very young Padawan. I'll have to rewatch and see. But that would be the only thing that would make sense. Otherwise, it was just to put that line in there. You remind me of your dad. You know? But it should have been a direct quote. It probably was. She basically says, trust your, instri- uh, your instincts, and then just pieces out. Yeah, she leaves. Yep. I actually like the line, because if you even... If you, I mean... Anakin's character, I think it's safe to say that Anakin's character was always very much on the fence. No, no, he she wanted was way she... too much, way too fast. Like, there were certain things that he was supposed to be doing, but his heart wasn't in it because he thought he should have been further along than he was. Well, I mean, let's yeah, see but here. she was she was talking about Luke, though. She was saying Luke is, you know, Luke, you're so much like your father, but Luke was talking about Grogu. And she was talking about, about Anakin. Heart. 
Right. Right. But she's saying you're so much like your father, not. It's a direct reference Grogu to Anakin. So like, I know that. Then I mean, I'm just saying what you you're talking about where people's hearts were. It wasn't. She wasn't saying that about Luke. She was. No, I know that. Yeah, she whatever. was saying that about Anakin. That's what I'm saying. Like if you look at Anakin's character, there was a lot of the times where his heart wasn't in it because he thought he should have been more advanced than he was. A and lot Luke of the is times, talking like, about Grogu. Right, but a lot of the times, Will, <laughs> even in Phantom Menace, when Anakin was 10, he wanted Padme, who was like Exactly. 20. It was I mean, really was always odd. Way, it was always way It was always advanced. like that. When they put him yeah, on the so council, he was so upset that he wasn't like, given the rank of master. Like, that's the whole, oh, that's geez, my whole point go. about your heart being in it. Like, like I just watched, I'm, I'm sorry, I, when I was sick these last two or three days, I like watched three or four Star Wars movies. I watched Revenge of the Sith, I watched A New Hope, and I watched Rogue One. Uh, and I watched, and I watched, you know, Mandalorian season three, episode two. Um, no, this is two point five, episode two. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. I forgot they did such a good job with that movie. I really, they, I really did enjoy that that film. They did a good job with it. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of he was he wanted so much more in that. I mean, it goes from in Phantom Menace he wants Padme, and and then. Attack of the Clones, he wants, you know, beaches with sand that don't get everywhere. And then Reg of the Sith, he wants more power. <coughs> he just, you know, he just always wants what he doesn't have. He always and, wants more. He always right. wants more. He lets, he, he, the thing about Anakin, the thing about Anakin, and I think it makes it, it's really apparent in what you were talking about, Lee, with Ahsoka's quote. Anakin ran on emotion. Mm-hmm. But so does Luke. Yep. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. Yeah, but it would make sense where Luke is saying, you know, saying something about him. I wonder if his heart is in it. If she said something along the lines of, well, that's how let's we were we wondered that about your father, too. Then that would be she's talking about Grogu, but she's talking about Luke here. So that's where I was kind of getting stuck with it. What do you mean? What do you mean? She's not talking about Luke. She was talking about Anakin. Well, I was speaking, so I am talking about that. (laughs) So I understand. Now, listen to me. (laughs) He says and he's speaking about Grogu. I know. Saying, I wonder if his heart is in it. Yeah. Right. He's talking about Grogu. Yes. Then she starts talking about Luke, saying, You're just like your father. She didn't say you're just like your father. She said, Much like your father. She did not say you're like your father. She said, Oh, that's much like your father. She was directly talking about Anakin. Was she talking about Grogu? She was comparing. She Grogu wasn't comparing. To no, she wasn't doing the comparing. Luke said something about Grogu. Yes, his heart might not be in it, and then Ahsoka said, so, "Much so, like so your father." So you you are insinuating that she was saying Luke's heart was not in it. No, she's insinuating that Anakin's heart that, isn't in it. That Grogu is because his heart is not in it is much like the fact that Anakin's heart was not in it. That's the whole, that was the whole point of of of, That's of the entire dialogue. Hmm. She wasn't talking about Luke. No one was talking she, about Luke. Ahsoka was talking she, about Anakin. Luke was talking about Grogu. The way that she looked at Luke made it seem like she was making a comment about how Luke was being at that moment because the way he was feeling about the situation with Grogu. That's how she made it seem. That's how she played it out. But that's not that's the dialogue. The out. dialogue was much like your father. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so if Luke says, if Luke says, <laughs> Grogu's heart is so. Let's play it like this. If I'm looking at Will and I, I'm, ta- I'm talking to you, Lee, about Will. And I say, Lee, 
Will's heart is not in it. And you look at me mm-hmm. and you say, much like your father. At that point, you're comparing she said, Will. She didn't say much like your father. She said so much like your father. Like looking at Luke saying so much like your father. Same thing. Same thing. No. No. Yes, it is. When you, it's the same thing. It's just it's more so even now because it's so much. Because Anakin's <laughs> heart, sorry, Anakin's heart was not in it. Grogu's heart isn't fully in it. So she's making that comparison to Luke. Yeah. So I've, I've explained to my wife a while ago when she walked up, to, she used to when you have people come over. She said, she'll say, hey, do you want a drink? When you say to somebody, when you invite somebody over, hey, you want a drink? That sounds like, hey, would you like an alcoholic beverage? As opposed to saying the words, hey, would you like something to drink? Those words can come out and mean the same thing, but there's an insinuation there. And the way that she was acting here it was like she was reflecting upon Luke himself, and she said, so much like your father. That's what happened. That's the way that it was played out. So if, that w- if the point is that she's basically saying, much like your father, which if she said it like that, looking at him, would have sounded like she's talking about Grogu. So the way that with the specific dialogue, so much like your father, reflective about Luke yeah, but, like to, but, Luke, but, but there's have, no hang on. There's no question that Luke's heart is in it. So why would she even say that? And there's I don't to, know, and that's why I'm saying it must be a line that Anakin said about her very early on when he was training her, because Anakin trained yes, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Yes. Right. So it would make sense that she would say, "I remember your father, and you're reminding me of him right now, because of how you're speaking about your Padawan." That's how it seemed like she was portraying it here. That's what she was. That seemed like it. I didn't get. That I will at rewatch. All. For, I will rewatch it for the third time. But that's why I I'm saying that, I didn't get that at all. I got that. You know, Grogu's heart isn't in it. A lot like Anakin's heart wasn't in it. Done deal. Okay. Well, I'll rewatch and we will revisit. We do have one more episode to discuss. I'm just saying <laughs> the way that it was acted. I I, I watch. I pay attention to subtleties because that's I enjoy acting specifically, and in that. It didn't seem like they were portraying anything about her talking about Grogu. She was comparing Luke to his father, not Grogu to his father. But we'll agree to disagree for now. We will revisit this. Fine. Um, just because I'm not going to spend another 20 minutes <laughs> arguing over <laughs> one line. So um, Mando goes back to Tatooine. Huh? That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, well, I don't have the next five <laughs> hours to talk about one episode of a show. So Mando goes back to Tatooine, and, he, and then suddenly he's there at this round table where they're planning. Uh, Boba Fett's there. That is all I have to say about him. And he nods. Um, let's, just, yeah. let's just say that for um, a second. Boba Fett is and, there, and, and he f- nods. And Fennec is just basically running the whole meeting. You know, she's there as his number two, so he's just kind of standing there nodding, and that's about all he does. Yep. Brooding and nodding. Yep. So... Um, they refer to the Power Rangers as the mods. They're the ones who were in charge of surveillance. And now that they have Kersantan and Mando, they're the muscle that they needed for enforcers. But they need foot soldiers. And that's where, you know, Mando says, okay, I can figure this out. And we go back to the Gunslinger episode. Well, no, not the Gunslinger episode, but the episode, um, I forgot what they called that one. Where the he Marshall. Bumps into the Marshall, yes. It was such a good episode. Yes. Um... It, that was actually a really cool one. That whole fight scene with the crate dragon, mm-hmm. everything there was was good. Um, but that's the whole point. So he gets back into his his uh, N one and starts flying out. And wasn't I love the that head? The jo- hang on, wasn't the the the, um, the skeleton head of the crate dragon on top of the um the jaw on top little, of the sand crawler? Yeah. 
Yeah, so they had they had a great dragon head on top. It must have been the same one. Oh, that was that was them earlier. Probably because yeah. they gave him. Um, what was it that they they got? Was it like a, it was like a pearl inside, they right? Just, or they just pillage everything? Like I can understand, yeah. I can understand getting the pearl, but what are you gonna do with the skull? Well, the pearl wasn't a pearl, wasn't it like an egg or something? And they just ate they it. They ate it. Yeah, they just they <laughs> ate it. Sure, I loved it. But I love that he's flying by, and they clearly know that's the ship that they helped build, mm-hmm. and they're just loving it. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're waving, oh, TD. Um. So they go up there, and Mando arrives back at Mos Pelgo, which is now called Freetown, we find out. And the deputy starts giving him some crap about it. And Vantis comes up, and he's like, oh, don't listen to him. He's a new guy. And he's like, I'll take it from here. Um, and he's like, at this point, he's like, is that, is that actually a Naboo starfighter? So they're kind of like, you know, pining over the car, being dudes. <laughs> Check it out, you know. And he's just like, oh, man, how you doing? I haven't seen you since you lost your armor. He's like, well, I've been a lot more careful lately. Um, where's the little guy? He's like, oh, he's gone. I had to give him back to his people. Well, I guess we both lost something. And that's like the nicest com- part of the conversation they have. The rest of it, I'm really questioning Cobb because I thought that they had a pretty good relationship when they, when they left off. But it seems like Cobb is kind of just like not wanting anything to do with any of this. I honestly this don't point. blame him. Uh, yeah. Because he just wants to be left he alone. He wants to be left alone. He's in but charge, he's al- but he's also recognizing that the spice traders are going through his his land, and I think that's the only reason why he, you know, kind of caves near the end. But anyway. I think his his mindset. I think his mindset must be something along the lines of, if I get involved, it's only going to be more trouble. Right, and he just wants to take care of his. He people just wants to take care of his the smartest people. thing. Like if he goes around, yeah. if he goes around his town and he starts, you know, throwing guns at everybody, saying, "Okay, everybody, let's march out!" Like that's. I don't know. Right. So I, but that's why he, he has some kind of plan that he wants to discuss with people. But anyway, we, we get the whole point here is that Mando wants him to like lead a garrison. Basically, he wants to get people together and like, like put together an army. We, we got to do this. It's like you guys fought well against the crate Dragon. And um, clearly when he's talking about this, the bartender's like very involved. It's, it's definitely like a small town. Like they're all they're a community. Yes. You know, and the bartender who's just the bartender. I looked up the actor. He wasn't anybody huge, but I figured it was somebody huge. But no, he's just kind of this dude. But he was just like, he's like, we're called Freetown now. No, we're not called that. We're called Freetown. We, we f- think it fits us better. Okay. Very proud of their new name. Um, but he gets into the whole thing and basically says, hey, we're square. Um, yeah, we're good. But I didn't think you were one to back down from bullies. Okay. And then he's just like, Cobb is just pushing back like, all right, well, what are you thinking, man? He's just being a jerk to him. And he's like, Din's just like, dude, there's no way to, there's no easy way to ask for a favor. So he comes back. Things are tough, but I'll see what I can do. So he, as soon as Mando leaves, he's like, let's get the word out. We have to have a meeting and to talk about some stuff. And, you know, bartender's like, really? Like, what's the point? You know, why would we bother? He's like, listen, when I talk about what we need to talk about, they'll probably change their mind and they'll probably want to do this. So he's probably going to bring up a valid point. But as soon as he's doing that and telling them to like start like let's let's mobilize a meeting, we see a stranger in the desert. Now as soon as I saw this figure standing out there and I saw what looked like a big black hat, I shrieked. <laughs> so I was like no way. And I didn't know Dave Filoni did this episode. If I knew he directed it ahead of time, I would have been expecting it from the get-go. But um, just like when they show the little radar, you're like, oh, it's R2. I saw this and I said, if they're doing this, this is insane. 
And I immediately hoped it was this character, Cad Bane, because of the hat. And he got closer, and I'm like, oh, my God, it is. And all you see is just, like, his mouth, you know, with these sharp teeth. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this looks amazing. He looked great. Now, so really, you guys think it looks good? Like, I know the character, so I'm like, that looks really cool. I thought it looked but, phenomenal. I mean, the eyes were nuts, I looked him, right? I, I, I looked him up, and I looked up the illustration of him. They, they nailed it. I think it looks they fantastic. Even though I don't I've, know, I've, even I though haven't... I don't know much about, the, I, well, I don't know anything about this character. I just know what I looked mm-hmm. up, and I, from the illustrations that I saw, or the the various pictures that I saw, I'm like, wow, do you think they actually nailed a live action version of of this thing that's out of a out of you know comics and in, in, in a cartoon series? Like, it's it's yeah. impressive. I will say that so it's a very actually... impressive. So he's from a planet called Duros, and we've seen a couple of other. Um... A couple of others from his species, and they vary from color. Some of them are more gray. Some of them are more blue. We saw them in, I want to say, A New Hope. I think they were in the cantina. So it's cool that they introduced them back then. He looks a lot different than they did because he's, you know, just like you and I look different, you know, and you and me and Chuck look different. Like, there's there's some differences to it, so they're not all going to look identical, you know, like Chrysanthemum to Chewbacca or whoever. So there's some fluctuation of skin tone and eye size and all that. So they're here walking a fine line lee just so you know walking a very i understand fine line uh-huh yeah well we're not talking about the grayscale or anything right now chuck yeah, that's right? a great idea that's a bad idea <laughs> so anyway he basically says everyone go inside and he tells the deputy to let me handle this like go away you know don't make this worse than it needs to be and of course his deputy didn't listen no because he's a dumb anyway. kid yeah so I'm just so happy. Like he looks amazing. He looks fantastic, and I and I love that. Basically, the first thing we get from him is just like whatever Fett's paying you, we'll match it. Just stay out of our way. Like just stay out of this whole thing. And I I thought it was great because he kept on asking, like you know, what's your name? Who are you? And he never said his name was Cad Bane. He never said it. We know it's Cad Bane because Filoni directed the episode. They're not going to change his name or anything. So this was a huge fan service to anybody who's seen the character. And I think that it's going to get more people, just like Star Trek, you know, by J.J., where when J.J. Abrams did Star Trek, got people like me revisiting some of the original movies and original episodes of the shows. This is going to bring people into finally going back. I mean, aside from the Mandalorian stuff, to look back at um, Tar Visla and all the other characters there, um, we're, we're going to see... Um, we're going to see a lot more people starting to go back into that, and we're going to see a huge influx of, of fans of some of the stuff that's been done in the past 10, 12 years. So I love this, but the funniest thing is, as he's asking again, <laughs> Cad Bane's response, as he's finally like putting his head up so you can see his face, his line is, I'd be careful where I'd, I'd be sticking my nose if I were you. And it's, I laughed out loud because the dude's got no nose. Mm. So it just made me laugh. I'd be careful where I'd be sticking my nose. So anyway, and you, you get Vance just like, dude, is, is, is that a friendly, is that friendly advice or a threat? And he comes back with Boba Fett is a cold blooded killer who worked with the empire, not for with the empire. Sorry. All Chuck. a lie. All <laughs> a lie. He is not a cold blooded killer. He is a pansy who can't do anything. <laughs> He needs people to fight his battles for him. I mean, think about it. Let's let's rewind to well, he's that now. Return, he's well, he's he, he's but that let's now. rewind. Let's rewind to Return of the Jedi. Even any of them. 
Who who did Boba he Fett. ever hurt or kill? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? Blind blind Han Solo <laughs> is who, who actually killed Boba Fett. See, here's what we here's what you don't know, and there's more to it. So Boba Fett um, does appear in some of the the Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels stuff like that. Um, his character does build up. Like so far, I've only seen him as a kid. You know, just like a kid running around like young Boba. Um, and he was like sabotaging stuff because that's just who he became. Now, it was interesting he said this because uh, Cad Bane has killed more people than Boba Fett, as far as I could see. Um, once once Django was pretty much out of the picture, Cad Bane became like the bounty hunter in the universe. Like he was the one that everybody knew. Um, but they should have done that series that, then. Yeah, agreed. Actually, now well now that they've introduced Cad Bane, yeah, they probably could. Agreed. Um. So I mean, let's like, think about says, let's let's think about this for one. I know it's trying to cut you off. But let's get this for one second. When they did back to Rogue One, they took one line out of A New Hope and created this yes. phenomenal film out of it. Phenomenal Absolutely. film from one line, one mm-hmm. line. They had two movies, two, two yep. whole mm-hmm. movies with Boba Fett that was sprinkled in out of it, and they created mm-hmm. this pile of junk, and. <clears throat> <laughs> the only good thing about it is we get to know more about the backstory of Mando. Mm-hmm. So I will, I'm a little bit more optimistic now than I was last week. And it's because of the line that Cad Bane said, Boba Fett is a cold blooded killer that worked with the empire. I'm kind of wondering if the finale of this thing is just going to be Boba Fett. All bets are off and he just goes nuts. Now, if that I happened, can see that his, now his if, power juices ensure he drinks exactly. It and just goes now, if that yeah yeah <laughs> exactly, and he goes all you know Popeye, but if that happens, that would potentially save this series. I think that's that Doubtful. would be phenomenal. I think that would be a phenomenal ending. It's all an act. It's all a ruse. This is just some revenge plot that Boba Fett is playing. He's doing the long game. And when it really comes time time to you know to really get going, he's let him, let him just go absolutely crazy. Yeah, well, that's also a part of like I've been saying this entire time. He's finally completely healed. We haven't seen him in action since he was completely healed. Every single time he's gone to that back to tank, he's had to get pulled out of it for one reason or another. Or got ripped out of it one time. Well, yeah, and but got ripped out of it one. Yeah, but, but here's but here's the it. one thing though: they have one episode left. One, willing to bet they don't answer any of these questions. Oh, and no. Just like Loki, season two is around yeah. the corner for next year. <laughs> Probably. That'll, fr- that'll frustrate, that'll frustrate me so much. Yes. Oh, I will not be happy. Yeah, but I think they're really focusing on crossovers at this point. I mean, Book of Boba Fett, I feel like it's going to be, it's a failed experiment, and they're probably not going to do another Book of Boba Fett season. Of course they but will. They're gonna have, they're gonna ha- but they might they will. have him tie into the Mandalorian more They'll than They'll do another thought. season. They'll do another season. Uh, Depending okay. on how this ends, they'll do another season. If, if it ends well, sure. But it's going to be known as the stinker season because the whole beginning uh, hey, of it was hey, pretty listen, slow. Listen, if they, depending on how they land this thing, I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I maintain the first four episodes of this series have been an absolute dud. I would not go back mm-hmm. and rewatch any of those four episodes. But depending on how this ends that depending on how this final episode goes i'd probably go watch go back and just watch the final three 
I'll definitely go back mm-hmm. and watch these these last two episodes over again. I I will revisit these at some point. But that th- that line that Boba Fett is a cold blooded killer, because that's what we all mm. wanted to see. Right, and I think so. If if that's what's going on, then that would that's be what's fantastic. We'll see. That would so, be fantastic. So here's the interesting thing, and this is what really stinks. I'm actually really disappointed about this. So in the Clone Wars, apparently. There was an episode that never got completed. They cut it out for some reason. Mm. And there's actually a showdown between Boba Fett and and Cad Bane. Okay. So like like a like a full on like they got into a fight and what happens is at the at the end of it they both shoot each other and that's where Boba gets the dent in his helmet. Huh. Fun from Cad Bane. So there ended up being like this big like that's why they were so against each other, but the thing that stinks is that episode never came out so they have like an unfinished like very raw cut of a couple of scenes that i've seen but it, they never actually finished the episode so why why feloni didn't do it i don't know but i'm wondering if they're going to live action that story now and give us give us that now because people have been waiting for it and so far again just like we were saying when the fans are asking for stuff you know feloni and favreau seem to be listening so if that's the case then that's going to be amazing to find to see like a showdown of a young Boba Fett versus Cad Bane and then compare it to what's about to happen at the end here. If that's what they do in this final, they episode. would have to get a completely different actor. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, it would be a stunt, stunt man or it would something. Be, yeah. yeah, it would be a stunt man, but they would have to get a completely different actor. You would have to build to that. Moment, though. I don't think you can just, oh, I, no, absolutely. I don't think you could just go back and like show. Well, you could, but it, I don't know. Depending on, I, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm actually, I'm actually optimistic about the way that this is going to end. I'm actually excited for next week, and that's something that I can't say for yeah. what's been the rest of this this season. Like I've, I've almost been dreading. <laughs> like, great, I'm home. I, I can't even go to bed. I gotta watch this. Like, I'm actually excited for, um, for the way that this <laughs> I, is gonna end. I'm not getting my hopes up at all. I'm, I'm not getting. I'm not with, getting with my little hopes. expectation. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just. I'm 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 more hoping that they just somewhat right the ship. That's mm-hmm. that's my hope. And if I just get that, I'll I'll be happy. But I'm I'm We've not. We've seen things happen like that so far, though. We've seen things just like take a turn and like, whoa, that just redeemed everything. So I mean, we can be hopeful for that. Not in this show. I'm just saying in other things we've seen. Well, well, well um, hold up. But we've seen things like okay, everything is going really really well. Then one stinker of a thing happens, and it needs to be right. And we go, okay, yeah, th- that was that was taken care of, and we're back. That makes sense. But when you mm-hmm. have the six out of five out of the six episodes that we have watched, so sorry, four, four out four of the out six, six. thirty three, only sixty six percent of this season so far actually had Boba Fett in it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right, two thirds, two. I'm, I'm not talking about this show. I'm not even talking about Star Wars shows. I'm just saying we have seen things in the past like five years or so where it's like, man, this stinks. And then when the end comes, you go, whoa, that actually makes sense why they did it that way. It built up to something we weren't expecting, and it was a major shock. And we're like, that actually redeems it. Well, we have so one episode left, and it's about 45 minutes. He has a lot to cram in to make up for this. Mm-hmm. And yep. we shall my, see. My, one of two things, one of three things needs to happen or sh- will happen or should happen in my opinion. Either one, what will happen is they won't fully finish it and they will set us up for a new season of Boba Fett. Ugh. 
two. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobo's about to die, and Mando Din saves him somehow, some way. Or three, Boba does die by the hands of Luke just Which to get revenge. Would be from, amazing. Should be awesome. I mean, I mean, think about it. He took his best or, friend. Or four, Boba Fett's about to be eaten by that Rancor and Grogu <sighs> shows up and stops it. Yep, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Because yeah, we, we still need, what's his name to come back in? Because he says, I'll be back. There's a lot. Yeah. No, what's his name from the Rancor? The Rancor. Owner. Yeah. He said, yeah, he said be he'll back. be back. No, no, no. He said he said, he said he'll Boba be, back. be back. He said Boba will be back. But yeah, he, I, didn't, he didn't say it's, 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 it's <laughs> I don't know. Actually, yeah. Well, hey, Rodriguez is directing the last episode, right? So Danny Trejo may yeah. make a comeback and just pop in there like, hey, sure. How you doing? So let's get to <laughs> it. Let's let's get to it. All right. So Boba Fett is a cold blooded killer is basically where we're at. And he's like, you shouldn't get up your armor. The deputy jumps the gun. And it's, it's interesting that they did this. Idiot. And I, at first Stupid I was upset. Kid. Stupid at first kid. I was, at first I was upset thinking it was, a, it was a movie mistake or, you know, cinema mistake. And then I realized they were probably just showing how fast it all happened. But the deputy jumps the gun, clearly grabs his gun out of the holster. Yep. And as soon as that happens, Vance pulls his gun too because he knows that, um, you know, Cat's going to pull it out. Yep. He shoots Vanth in the shoulder, clearly in the shoulder, and then just the deputy goes down ski. He's done. Yep. Now, when they, when they show the deputy go down, his gun was in his holster. His hand was just going towards it. So, time travel? I don't know. If you, if you rewatch it, I rewatched it a couple of times. I'm like, oh, no, clearly he wasn't even, his hand was nowhere near his gun. He was just going towards it. Unless he went to go get it and then changed his mind and then went again? I don't know. It was, it was a weird shot. Um, and it, but it's, it's, if you, I would chalk, you look to, at it. I would chalk up to, uh, a mistake, it, just like in Braveheart anything? movies, the, the swords like out, the swords in the swords out, the swords in, you know, sounds, like, thing. sounds yeah. like a mistake. Well, it's a big deal if you're showing a gunfight and it's all about like somebody's quick reflexes grabbing a gun. If you somehow go back in time, like two seconds and the gun's never been in it, like he's never even pulled the gun out when we just saw him pulling the gun out. That's a, that's a big deal. That's not just someone standing there and they have the sword or they don't have the sword for a second when that's not the focus. The focus here is guns in a holster or out of a holster. So it's kind of a big mistake. But my thought was, you know what? Maybe he was so quick that before he even reached for it, he just sensed it. Maybe he's got some force sensitivity. I don't know. But it was... I'm I'm trying to justify it. Couldn't figure it out. Didn't make any sense to me. Anyway, I don't care because a, this is I don't care because this is not an established character. This is somebody that we just met in this episode. He is a nobody. He is a he is oh yeah. he is a nobody deputy that that got very little to no screen time and no lines. Nothing of significance with this character at all. If this was like I somebody know. that we knew knew and like we had followed or like if like there was an episode of of you know with the marshal and him going out to get a deputy and they bond and everything and we went through that then yeah i would be upset about this scene just like you are but for what it was well, I'm, I'm just, for what it was trying to accomplish like we it yeah but you know what they were going for yeah i know what they were going for but anyway he comes back and basically says uh cad says to everybody there tatooine belongs to the syndicate and as long as the spice keeps running, everyone will be left alone. And the townies flock over there to go save Vanth. You know, check on him, make sure he's okay. 
bartender looks up like, how dare you? Almost like, <laughs> as if, you know, like, like it's his boyfriend or something. He's just like, oh. I kind of I wanted him to mouth off. Just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he looked like he was the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's, very, like, like, he's very, very involved. Like, I'm like, waiting. Involved. I'm like, waiting. I'm like, you had no problem, like voicing up and like you know hey puffing your chest out when the mandalorian was there trying to tell everybody what's what like you had zero problem at all in that situation but now all of you want to be you know you want to you want to close your mouth like no come on come on man bow up let's do this well mando wasn't telling anybody what's what he was asking for a favor this guy came in and was telling everybody what's what (laughs) i've got the guns you're dead you're gonna die uh, don't mess with me and stay out of my way. That's a, that's, that's what's what. <laughs> but anyway, um, we see the Pikes, two Pikes go walking into Garza's, you know, bar or whatever they call that place. Her, um, her little casino. And they basically, oh, would you like us to clean your helmets? Those two. And they're like, nope, I'm all set. And sh- they go back and report to Garza. She looks back and you see the droid who's just walking around very similar to R2D or sorry to C3PO. Um, same exact body, just different head. Even the voice was very similar, not played by Anthony Daniels, but might as well have been. And he comes back and he goes, Oh, you left your cam Tono, their little, you know, box. And at that point, you know, they popped in, left a box. You know what that is. We've seen action movies. They clearly left a bomb. Kaboom. And that goes the end of that place, which really stinks. Cause that was like a cool, like, you know, let's go back here and. Hang out where everybody knows your name. I think this is a lot about how poor of a leader the Boba Fett is. Mm, Well, he was... If his intentions were pure and he wanted to protect everybody like he said that he wanted to, and he wanted to rule with respect instead of fear, he would have never let this happen. He would have been on top of things like this. And he wasn't. So either A, he's incompetent, or B, he does not care. And that's what people are going to think, and that's the issue. That's what's going to happen here. So... Grogu is basically set up at this point to make a choice. Uh, Luke pulls out Yoda's lightsaber, explains what it's all about, and then he shows him the Beskar chainmail. You know, what's your choice? Um, and that's pretty much where they were ending it, but I thought it was cool because it, just, it reminded me again of Luke's choice in the Empire. Go help your friends or stay and complete your training. You know, and he kind of he says this, like, if you choose the lightsaber, you'll be the first in my academy, you know, and you might never see the Mandalorian again. But you have to remember that a short time for you is a lifetime for somewhere else, someone else. Very, very valid point. You know, it's like, you know, do this for the greater good because, you know, relationships like that, you know, I, I guess that's more helpful for somebody who's, you know, of whatever Yoda species is. You know, they live so long. It's like, well, you know, I can't just be attached to something that's going to die. It's like us. It's like if you keep getting goldfish and getting, you know, emotionally attached to a goldfish, they don't last very no. long, you know? So... That's kind of what he's trying to explain it as Luke is is at a point in his life now where he's he's learning the importance of not becoming emotionally attached to things. Probably why he's not around Leia or anybody else. He's just avoided them. But I don't know. I don't know. So I mean, I think it's really funny that he wants to be all anti-emotion, but wasn't in his emotional state with his father that pretty much saved the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, right? ki- kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of backwards for him to be saying this kind of thing. Which brings us to a very valid point that I thought made sense before of the Grey Walkers, where Luke was always somebody like we talked about the Force choke with the Gamorreans on his way into Jabba's palace. Like we, I always felt that Luke was picking up these skills, but he was never truly a Jedi. He was always walking that line. 
you know, in the gray. So, yeah, but we were talking about yeah. that, and Lucas pretty much told us all to shut up. It doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I mean, listen, here's my thing. Yeah. If we're looking at this episode and we're looking at the relationship between Luke and Grogu, it's clearly mirroring the events that happen in Empire. Absolutely. What happened to Luke in Empire? He went off and he got his hand chopped off. Like, that, mm-hmm. like so if you're going to stick with that theme and Grogu goes away to be with the Mandalorian, something's telling me nothing is going to come from that at all. He's going to get his ear chopped off. He's going to get his ear chopped off or something like that. Like something horrible <laughs> is going to happen to him, which I... Both of I, them. I, I would, <laughs> he won't look like Yoda anymore. He won't look like Yoda at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And if he stays... Then he has to deal with Kylo Ren in a few years. Yeah. <clears throat> but my thought was that he leaves, teaches himself kind of like Luke did, because he didn't stick around for his full training, and then they're going to try to see if they can bring this Grogu character back at the next trilogy somehow, some way. I think he stays. To connect with Rey. I think he stays. Mm. I think he stays with Luke. It makes so I much more so then, sense. So then, so then he, he just gets killed he... by... <laughs> by Kylo Ren yes that, that, but that yeah. makes total more sense because he's not in anything else yeah he's nowhere else yet he's nowhere else and you have to and he's you not also, in any of the sequel trilogies you also have to take well, into neither con- is Boba Fett you also have to take into consideration that something really horrible must have happened in order for Luke to completely shut himself off from everything mm-hmm yeah so we're gonna see this little green thing ain't gonna make it Nope, he's dead. <laughs> and I so said was, this, what, but, and I said this in the first season, and you laughed at me. You were like, "No, that's not that but bad." You, but you know what, though? But that's what. But that's what makes some of these movies so. That's what made. I hate to keep going back to it. This, but I just watched it, so it's on the front of my brain, and it's such a good movie. That's what made Rogue One. Uh, is, is it on the tip? Of, it's on the tip of your brain. Tip of my brain. That's what made <laughs> Rogue One so good. Is they tied in a movie to this saga and this. This conglomerate of a of a of a um, movie series, and they didn't have to bring in mm. any additional characters to add to the story that would continue going on, because um, it wouldn't have made sense. Like let's bring in this new character in Rogue One and have him survive, and then you never see them in A New Hope, Empire, or Strikes Back. I mean, or um, Return of the Jedi. They brought him in enough to show the story to. To, to launch off the rest of the story that's already been told. I feel like that's what's going to go on here. They're bringing this in to set up for the launching of what we already know. Because they're going to change it. That would make no sense. I think... It would make no sense at all. Another thing that I want to add is it would make it would make Luke's character in the sequel trilogy make so much more sense. True. It would just, it would be a giant piece of the puzzle and would just very neatly fall in place. Unless this is their way of retconning the sequel trilogy is by making all this stuff to make the last trilogy actually make sense. Yeah. That's what my thought has been the entire time. Which that would make more sense than remaking all three movies. Because then I do, you know, some of the characters in the prequel, the sequel, sequel trilogy, um, I do like. Like, I do like Ray. She's a great character. Um, mm. I, I, Kylo Ren, mm. I, I like what they, 
you know, his struggle back and forth. I did like him as a character, but other characters, you know, they bring in Snoke and stuff like that. It was pointless. Like you bring him in, <laughs> he's this big bad, and then he dies. Like it went that was, nowhere. That was such the emperor, a, the a slap in the alive. face. <laughs> the, emperor li- a, that, the Emperor Alive, un- you don't know that until the very last movie. I actually appreciated. I uh, but, but, but you know, no, the fact that you didn't know it until the very last movie, but immediately, immediately when the movie starts off, it's there. I'm like, wait, you didn't even hint to it in the other two at all. You just left it at the Snoke dude. Well, I think if they, him. I think if they, if they kept it going with the same director, it would have been hinted at in the second movie. What's his oh, name? What's his name? Who plays um? Who plays Palpatine? He was doing press yeah. before the movie even came out. He was mm-hmm. promoting it like, like it wasn't, a, it wasn't a secret. It wasn't like a big shock or a surprise that he was going to be alive. It was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All I can say thing. is, when, when does, um, when does Obi Wan come out? I have no. I still have no idea. Because I saw, I saw a little on Disney Plus. They have a, they have a preview on that where they actually interview. Yeah, little, that's little all clip they have. Where they interview. Um, what's his name? Who plays Obi Wan? What's his Ewan name? Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. They're bringing um, Anakin back into it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna have some. He's had some insane saber battles. So I'm looking forward yeah. to some of that. Yeah, we're that gonna, we're be... gonna be seeing some cool stuff, and I I think it, I mean Ray Park needs to come back as as Darth Maul, and it's gonna be fantastic. So because if they start pulling that in, it's gonna be great. So and 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 having um having Forrest Whitaker come back in as the voice of Darth Vader would be fantastic as well too. Forrest Whitaker, yeah, exactly. No, he was sure. Wow, <laughs> I was, I'm kidding. Wow, Forrest Whitaker was in Rogue One. He played. I... Oh, what's his S- name? Saul, Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero in the Clone Wars is nothing like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> I was like, wait, did they say his name was Saul Guerrero? I'm like, no. No, that's not him at all. <laughs> he's like some Spanish guy. <laughs> so he's like a, some skinny little Spanish guy. So here's another thing. Not Forrest Whitaker. Who, um, who saves Grogu? They haven't said that yet. Okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's, it's a hype, well, speculative. Yeah. <laughs> it's a speculative question. Who saves Grogu? Because in this it vision. It could have been Ahsoka. Yo, but in the was vision. Was she at the Jedi you... Temple when everything went down? She might have been. She may have been because I, I don't know. Again, I haven't finished the Clone Wars, so I don't know where she and Anakin had like a falling out. Um, But it, but she's not in the, in the sequel trilogies, which doesn't make yeah, but sense it's, unless it's, they wrote it's, her out. It's pretty much established in, in, in the second season that this is the, her first time meeting Grogu. Right. Seemed like it. But, I don't know. We don't know who it was. Could have been Obi-Wan. We don't. Maybe, they'll, maybe that's what they'll I'm recalling. still trying to figure out... <laughs> well, he was how, busy with I'm Luke trying, and Leia. I'm trying to figure out how Anakin got all this time to train her while he was being trained by... Obi Wan. That's just it was. Never... Hap- it was happening at the same time. So if you again, if you watch Clone Wars, it's all there. Like the entire all of Clone Wars is is that you know he is he's a master and he's training her. But he's not. Like, no, he's a not a master. But he's, he's not, not a, a, a master. He's not a master. He's not a master. But he is training her. She is technically um, his Padawan. Technically, yeah, she's technically because his that's the Padawan thing is even is... in even in Revenge of the Sith, um, he's granted permission to sit on the council without the title of master. The rank of master. I know. Right. I know. 
Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's in the Clone Wars, and it's just, it's, it, there's so much meat in there. There's some really amazing ones. I think I shared with you guys this one episode where he ends up getting visions. Uh, somebody shows him his future and shows that he becomes Darth Vader, and he freaks out. And then somebody has to do, like, this forget everything you just learned spell at the end of the episode. Oh, that's awesome. Doctor Strange. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Forget everything you just learned. Well, it, w- it was actually still a really good episode because what you saw in this was you saw... Um, I'm not talking, these, about, I'm not talking these, about that. I'm talking about, like, just the ability. Like, forget everything you just learned. <laughs> it, was, it was something more than that. I don't remember exactly how they, they played it up, but it was like he got all this stuff. One more cool thing. thing was you, you, had, you had this guy who was like representing the force you know and then you had he had two kids one was the son the dark side and the other one was the daughter the light side and they were like battling with each other it was actually it was a cool representation of that um i forgot the name of the episode but no no it was it was something totally different i I will say pretty cool i will say one thing that this that this season of boba fett has done for me um is it has sparked the interest a little bit to go back and watch some of all the other movies, um, which I do appreciate the, the movies. Mm. I do appreciate the original trilogy so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and after watching them, I realized I'd rather watch these. I don't, I I'm sorry. I am not as optimistic about the, this last episode next week that you guys are. I, I don't know. I'm very, very hesitant. And if it's phenomenal a week from now, I will be the first one to sit there and say, oh my gosh, I will walk back everything. Um, I'm not walking back everything. I don't care. This could be the greatest episode of television in the world that I've ever seen. I'm still not walking back everything that I said about this show. The first four well, episodes are horrible. It's not just, it's, they're not just, it's not just horrible for the Boba Fett character. It's just horrible TV. When you're like... <laughs> Here's a 45-minute episode, and 10 minutes of it for a flashback is what you really enjoy, but the rest of it is hot garbage and just boring. That, that's not... I don't care how you cut but it. If, There's if nothing... To Lee's, point, to Lee's point, though, if they're doing that on purpose to set us up for this, you know, it's all of this ruse, let's say, of he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. Oh, by the way, it was all a game, and now he really doesn't. <laughs> that could make sense. Does it change uh, to your point? Does it change those four episodes? Does no, but will it re- will it redeem the character? Kinda it could I don't know. I kinda I feel as though they have taken Boba Fett. They've taken the essence of who he is. They have squashed him, ripped him apart, buried him, and then said, "You know what? We're going to try to revive him." He already died once. Now, through storytelling, we've killed him off one more time, and we're going to re- we're going to try to revamp him one more time. And we have one episode to do that in because we've given you two episodes of no Boba Fett. And that's, that's what would really piss me off in the most is here's four awful episodes. Here's two good episodes have nothing to do with Boba Fett because, oh yeah, we want to, you know, cleanse your palate of this junk that you've already been tasting for the last four weeks just to bring you back to this one more God awful episode. And that's what I'm expecting right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's my that's my expectations. Is next week is not going to be that hot. I could be wrong, but that's my prediction. I don't know because of everything that they introduced. Because I like Timothy Oliphant. Because I like Pedro Pascal. Because they're both going to be doing something next week. We don't know what. That has me kind of excited. I could care less about what Boba Fett does. I could care less about Boba Fett as a character right now. 
my hopes for Boba Fett, to be quite honest with you, is I hope with just this, the episode opens up, he has the helmet on, everything was a ruse, he goes berserk, and then walks off into the sunset, and we never see him again. Like, in, like, in all honesty, that's my, like, that, that's the most gracious that I could be. Like, but if you really want me to get pessimistic about it, just let something eat him, and it's over, <laughs> like, like forcibly. I want to see Luke Skywalker mace so do the I. crap out of him. So do I. So do I. I want to see. I want to see Fennec Chang just pick up his helmet with his lopped off head still inside of it, like he did to his father. That would just put the cherry on top for this episode. You know what? We're gonna kill this episode off by killing off Boba Fett, and everybody will be happy. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. That would make me extremely happy. Extremely happy. So, so Will, I hope that we use your audio for, for, for that. <laughs> Please do. Please just find your version of the audio and put it in there so Chuck can hear what he just sounded like. Chuck, you ever see, you ever see Back to the Future 2 where Michael, Michael Jackson's at the Cafe 80s? It's your choice of beans, chicken, BBB for pork. Basically, that was, that was you the entire time. Like, welcome to the Cafe 80s where it's always after, uh, it's always morning in America, even in the afternoon, noon, noon. <laughs> Like that's well, why was it skipping? Oh yeah. Oh, completely. We didn't. We didn't hear a word. <laughs> Not a like, word. You know, you know what I would like to hear. And <laughs> what are you serious? You went through the whole thing. Like you know what I would want to see, and then it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will, please put, put please put your audio in. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh. I'll make a I'll make a special cut for us, and I'll just throw it up on the drive, kind of like I've been doing. Like I'll, I'll do that. All right. All right. All right. All right, oh, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> all right well, I think we, we totally uh, ripped this episode um, into many little pieces Yeah. for as long as we could. Yes. You know what, though? So, I, will, um, I will say, you know, out of all the TV shows that we've talked about in the movies, uh, I do like the fact that we're, you know, this isn't like, oh, we all love it. We just love it for an hour and a half, two hours, you know. I, I like, I enjoy ripping this apart. I, yeah, I will mm-hmm. say this episode gives me the enjoyment of being able to rip it apart for an hour and a half. Yeah, that, it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't regret talking about it. I, I will say that, but. <laughs> if they make a All full right. length feature film of it, I will not go watch it, though. Neither would I. Mm. Neither will I. Yeah. Watch the conclusion yeah. of the Book of Boba Fett this summer in theaters. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm straight. <clears throat> All right. No. Nope. Are we done? All right. Well, are we done? We're done. Oh, we, we done. done. All right. Bye, All right. Guys. Well, I guess until until next week. Thanks for sticking around and see you later. Bye guys. Have a good one everybody. <laughs>